Bigfoot right now, back on the radar at a Tampa Bay park. He died here in 1978. <laughs> so you got Gilbert the Ghost after you? Gilbert the Ghost, yeah, great, great name. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else is leprechaun? Say yeah! Is something really out there? Out there. Three more U.S. Senators received a classified briefing about UFOs Whoa. at the Pentagon. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Jerry's terrified lady I've seen in my life, seen in my life, seen in my life, seen in my life. Welcome to Mysteriousnesses, episode number 38. I am your host, John Jay. With me, as always, Lauren Lance and Hugh Carey. We also have Ooh. David the Day here. What's going on, guys? How are you David. all doing this evening? Feeling mysterious. Very spooky. We got a great show for you. We got a lot of really cool topics, including in our feature segment, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, Anshar. Which is a, it's an ancient alien race, I guess. Apparently. So they say. <laughs> yeah. so, so they say? To me, it sounds more like a deodorant. The yeah. Onshar? Onshar. Like an organic deodorant. Yeah. Strong enough for a man, but... But fit for a vegan. A pH balance for an extraterrestrial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we, got some, uh, we, we got some science news. We, we have all these monoliths popping up. Yeah, what's going on with that? Have you guys I, been keeping up with this? I've been keeping up. I've been checking for monolith news every day. Uh, there's uh, plenty uh, popping up. There's been one. Well, there was one originally in Utah. Right. And then they had one in Romania. Which was kind of they odd. Don't, that, well, the trade in Romania isn't as good, so they didn't know how to polish the monolith. Yeah, well. <laughs> it was kind of cheaply polished. They're getting their steel from China. It was, it was a gypsy yeah. monolith, you know? Uh, like, no, oh, you're good. not allowed to you say that say word. You're canceled, yeah. and the show's ruined now. Oh, I don't, We're I no longer credible. I don't care about those people. Anymore, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> For all, now we've all been cursed by every gypsy listener. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to say that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a TV show very recently called like yes. Gypsies or something? It was, um, they, they call themselves travelers yeah mm-hmm. and you're talking about the irish travelers in britain right i don't know because there was my big fat gypsy wedding which i loved i had loved it. that show loved it but then was... they had the travelers the irish like carny people that was also good <laughs> which... pretty sure you're not allowed to call carny people carny people. <laughs> all right well whatever they're retards i don't know what to call them <laughs> anyway back on subject uh... we're giving up this episode we're already canceled. The monoliths are long vertical slabs of metal, each 10 to 12 feet tall. They appear with no warning and disappear just as quickly. First, uh, one in, U- in the Utah desert, which emerged on November 18th and vanished on November 27th. Uh, actually, I did a little bit of research on that first monolith, and that one has actually been there for at least five years. How yeah. do they know that? Because yeah. they went maps. back into Google uh, satellite photos from the maps, and they've spotted it. It's like very tiny on the photo, but they it was there. Is That's crazy. At least in 2015, it could have been there. And then the park ranger's like, well, yeah, I mean, it could have been there for 20 years, and we wouldn't know. Like, nobody goes over there, you know? Mm. And, they, and they found it because they were surveying the land? Is that what it was? From the- a helicopter. And they just were like, what the fuck is this thing down here? Oops, I already cussed, sorry. You're allowed to curse. You're just not allowed to say racial slurs. Yeah, I know, but on YouTube, if you cuss within the first five minutes, it's like you're the algorithm screws you up. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. 
That's hot why, tips. Oh, yeah. That's that's why uh, we don't show up on anything. On YouTube. <laughs> that makes sense. Um. So yeah, they were surveying the land, and then they just decided to investigate. Is that the the what yeah. happened? Yeah, they ended up being like, "Holy shit, this is weird. Let's uh, take a picture of it." And then the picture went viral. It is weird though. It's that, very that's strange. Happened. It is like what? Wh- I mean, is it an art piece? Like what? what yeah. Is it? So like the you know the rational thing to say is that you know there's a I don't think it's just one person. I think it's a bunch of different artists that are doing this right, and they're putting it up. Yeah, it's not so, gonna like, be one person. That's the rational way to look at it. But like, what's like the fun way to look at this? Like, what could it be that's more interesting than that? Like, well, it, the one in Utah looks like there was a plaque or something on it because there's four. There's like bolt holes. There's like bolt holes for a sign. Are you showing that uh, to the Twitch viewers? Yeah, I think I am. Am I? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just was and then I switched off right here. Are they bolt holes or rivets? I it's hard to tell that the the resolution isn't good enough. But you mean you didn't fly to Utah and take this picture yourself? I'm almost thinking though, this almost looks like because there's one in let me see if I can find the Tampa International uh, Airport one. Tampa Oh yeah there is one at the airport. Um so let's see the second one was outside the Romanian city of uh Petra, uh, Nempt, which appeared on November 27th. So it disappeared, or it appeared on the same day as the first one disappeared. That's now that's crazy. Now that might just be a coincidence, you know. With the, but that is way too coincidental. It's weird. Yeah. And it disappeared on November 2nd. Uh, the third one was a uh, is on top of Pine Mountain in uh, Astro. What is that? Astacento, California, which appeared on December 2nd. So it appeared on the same day that the second one disappeared. Okay, so there's definitely it feels like there's coordination. Yes, yeah, it feels like there's some this. people coordinating. Yeah, or or here it is. People from yeah, that does kind of look like that. It does kind of look like the monolith. We should steal that and then stick it in the <laughs> ground someplace. <laughs> oh, there's monolith. a bigger, there's a better picture here of the uh, the rivet the holes. holes or whatever. But the, actually, they go down the hole. Yeah. Length of it, so I don't know. That might just be how it's put together. Yeah, maybe. Oh, um, that makes sense. I'm yeah. surprised that they haven't, like, there's not those investigators, like, those internet people that can figure shit out, like, what they all have in common right. based upon, like, their longitude and latitude and their height and where they're located and the direction yeah. they're facing. Oh, so you're thinking this is, like, some, like, Tom Hanks, like, solving riddles I mean, at this point, it it could be. As the skeptic in the group, I think someone just saw that in and Utah, and then just started copying. Start yeah, because that was there for years and years. We've established. Yeah, you know? and like nobody now, knew about it, yeah, but it now just, they're appearing. Unless they're sleeper agents. But there's another like, one uh, that just appeared in Albuquerque, New Mexico, yesterday. Oh, and was taken down the same day. Yeah, but oh. do we even count New Mexico in anything? No, that's not really a state. I mean, do we want to even admit that they are part of this, the United <laughs> States? Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I guess is it, are they all exactly the same as no, far no, as what they all, look no, like, except for that, there's a, there's that a knock picture, off one in There's a Romania. picture, I can show it to Hugh, but you can show it to the audience. It's all three of them side by yeah. side. Yes, uh, Romania's looks, looks buffed, and then there's one that, like, isn't just, like, one piece. So you can piece. see buff marks here. Yeah. And I love that the Romanian one looks like it's about to get into a fight with the other two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ready for a little skirmish. It's, it's, ready, for, it's ready for a bare knuckles boxing match. It's like, I am the chosen one by the Illuminati. It's doing the Slav squad. Yeah. The Romanian one, Smoking I think, is taller, right? It's taller and thinner. Well, they're all 10 to 12 feet tall, so they're about the same. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> who knows what it could be? I don't know. I Honestly, I, I don't think it's paranormal. I don't think it is. 
It might be, you know, some might be some secret society or something like that. Maybe they're trying to warn us. Well, what about Romania? No, they're trying to warn us about like climate change or something. Because like we didn't listen to scientists, and then we didn't listen to that little girl that makes those mean faces. So now Greta they're making, Van Susteren now they're, or what her name is? Whatever Greta Van Susteren. <laughs> <laughs> no, not so we not didn't her. listen to that little. Don't mean listen girl. to Greta Van Susteren. <laughs> Please don't. And so now we now we got to listen to these monoliths. Yeah, I don't Greta know. Thurnberg. Um, um, here's a video of what it looks like inside because they dismantled it. These of the, course they did. These are the guys that took it down. There was act, environmental activists that uh, took it down. So I don't know. I don't have. Just ruining the fun for everyone. People finally going hiking, getting off their asses. Nope. But you so know, there's so there? many other things you can go to hike to see. Yeah, but and people, now all of a sudden people want to see this. Yeah. It's like when they had that Virgin Mary appear on the side of that oh, yeah. bank oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Drew, Drew Street Mary. Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it turned into this thing. It's like, that's what happens. And people then somebody get broke it out. Yeah. yeah, and then somebody shattered the window, and now it's a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People just don't want people to have nice things. But no, I nice. was in Thailand and in a barber shop in Thailand, and they had a picture of of the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mary from Clearwater, Florida, and like I explained to them that's the town that I was from, and then they gave me a free haircut. Dude, if that nice. if that was true, <laughs> the Virgin Mary has poor taste in where she's going to go on vacation. Yeah, yeah US nineteen. White trash, 100%. You're not allowed to say white trash anymore, either. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> opaque garbage. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Um, which one is this in? Uh, San Luis Obispo? Obispo. Is that the California one? Yeah, that's yeah. the California uh, one. Someone dressed in camo gear, night vision goggles, and Trump paraphernalia. The group chanted, America first, and Christ is king, as they rocked the monolith back and forth. Oh. And they said, uh, Christ is king in this country. We don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or outer space. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> let's tear this bitch down. That that's what I've out. always said. The, the I, wall, assume, I assume that was his ass. Building a wall is not going far enough. We need to build a dome. Yeah, over yeah. the entire over thing. us to oh. keep them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh. no, but that's what I've been saying is that like the Trump supporters really have just misunderstood the term illegal aliens. They really think these are people from outer space. That's why they're so upset. They just haven't understood it right. <laughs> I uh, would be surprised if any of those people rocking the monolith could spell the word monolith. I can. <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, moving on, British astronaut recalls time he spotted UFO, says it turned out to be urine leaking from Russian probe. What? <laughs> that entire headline is just crazy. Mm-hmm. What we thought were the faraway lights of alien spaceships were actually very close, small droplets. What we were seeing was Russian urine, a British astronaut said while recalling the moment he thought he spotted a UFO in space. It was indeed urine leaking from a Russian probe. Dude, what are they doing with water sports in space? Like, why are they even doing that? It's, it's hot. I feel like that would be a big mess to have to clean up. I mean, but yeah, that's what makes it so sexy. Yeah. yeah. You know they're fucking up there, right? Like, <laughs> oh, they, they gotta be fucking, to. like, crazy. Space and fucking? That's gotta be amazing, though. Yeah, to just be fucking gravity, in zero fucking gravity. Fucking? Like, spinning yeah. around. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally spinners. Like, oh, we were just talking go. about yeah. spinners yeah. in the car. <laughs> uh, recalling the time when he was on board the International Space Station during his 186-day trip to space in 2015, astronaut... Tim Peake said he once saw three lights moving in formation <laughs> before they were joined by a fourth. 
We were perplexed until we realized what we thought were the faraway lights of an alien spaceship were actually very close small droplets. No, Yuri just has an enlarged prostate and a weak flow. That's why it took so long. <laughs> what was happening was liquid leaking out of a Russian probe vehicle, crystallizing instantly and reflecting the light. What we were seeing was Russian. So there's a... a what, did they not let the Russians in the space station? They got to stay outside? They're segregated. <laughs> They're not allowed to pee in the same spot. Russian piss crystals. That's what they were looking at. That's going to be a whole new niche. He also, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can only get off to Russian piss, piss crystals. crystals. <laughs> so besides the Russian pea crystals, uh, he also earned a Guinness World Record for the fastest marathon while in orbit in space. Oh. Define that for me, please. Yeah, how does that what work? What the hell does like that he even ran, mean? He they, ran a marathon on a treadmill. Yeah, they have treadmills up there, so, so their bones count. don't fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a marathon on a treadmill, you just went for a long time on a treadmill. That doesn't count. I mean, are we going to give people uh, titles for the Tour de France if they're on their Peloton now? Exactly. Is that, is that what we're going to... I don't know if you could make... I don't know if you could do the Tour de France on a Peloton. I think we'd probably come apart. You got me a Peloton? Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. We don't love you enough, David. <laughs> I'm not using this. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let's move on to some UFO news. Uh, former Ooh. Israeli space uh, security chief says aliens exist... Humanity not ready. Okay, here's my problem where we're talking about Israelis and the Anshar. There is way too much references to Nazism and Jewish people in correlation to that's anything every, dealing with outer space. Every, that's every paranormal every, thing ever. Every paranormal thing is it like blamed on the Jews. It all goes back to the Jews. <laughs> and I'm just starting to wonder, like, we we got to find someone new to blame yeah, people. Yeah, there needs to be another This, well, is, is, this it, is old news. Don't, don't they have that, like, what is it, the conspiracy theory chart? And eventually everything winds up in oh, anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. At the top of the pyramid, no, you become anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, everything at the top of the pyramid is anti-Semitic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it, but it does. All roads lead to that. Yeah, like the lizard people. That's all like a anti-Semitic thing. Yeah. Oh, that's either stuff. that or it's just a really shitty the allegory for the, the being Q racist. The yeah. QAnon, uh, the QAnon conspiracy is just the uh, Jewish blood right conspiracy from the 1930s in Germany. Yeah. Right. Like it's just rebranded. Or but the whole Zionism. You thing. know what's not anti-Semitic? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. No, First of all, you don't know Bigfoot. Yeah, but there, Bigfoot there are no, might be a real big racist. There are no that I know of. He's on a strict halal diet. <laughs> no, Bigfoot is on the lower tier of the conspiracy theory. Because it's harmless. He it's harmless. Yeah. He doesn't even believe in himself yet. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> he hasn't made his way up the chain. So yeah, this does relate to um, our feature segment. Uh, so it says, this galactic federation has supposedly been in contact with Israel and the U.S. And for years. And this just came out. But are keeping themselves a secret to prevent hysteria and until humanity is ready. Oh, that was tr that was uh, Trump's strategy for the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, just pretend it's not there. Yeah, that's what so. He said. According to a retired Israeli general and current professor uh, Chaim Eshed, the answer is yes. Uh, basically, has Israel made contact with aliens? But has this been kept a secret because humanity isn't ready? I mean, first of all, I said earlier, if we can handle WAP. I think we're prepared <laughs> for an invasion, right? And man, I definitely can handle uh, WAP. A WAP-ass alien. I'm I, ready for an invasion of this WAP. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
I think if we had aliens, we were saying yesterday, people might actually start wearing masks. Yeah. So it could be a good thing. Yeah. Tell them the aliens are infectious. <laughs> mm. no, well, I'm going to get infected. Mm, yeah. Because I want, I want to know everything. Finally, Americans can be racist to an actual different race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking in an interview to, interview to uh, Yadat, uh, Aranat, a shed who served as the head of Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years and is a three-time recipient of the Israel Security Award, explained that Israel and the U.S. have both been dealing with aliens for years. Do you think he woke up one morning and said, I really hope to win the Israeli Security Award? I mean, Maybe. probably in Israel. My life's That's probably work. a big deal in Israel. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... They have a different culture than us. Like, those people are revered. <laughs> people that are keeping the country safe. Yeah. But I'm just curious, like, do you wake up one morning with that <laughs> ambition and drive? Like, that's your focus that's every like, day? Ever since I was six years old, I wanted to win the Israel Security <laughs> What Award. was that movie where the girl every morning would wake up and watch that um, episode of Oprah, and then she won the lottery? It oh, was, I have uh, seen that. Shit, what's her name? She was in... I'm so bad with celebrity names. But every morning she would wake up and like and she would have this mantra. She's like manifesting it. Yeah, so it's like the same thing with that guy like he'd wake up every morning, have this <laughs> mantra, and now he's he finally manifested it and to only share with us the deepest yeah. secrets. Yeah. Yeah, so what what he that award should be taken away. Yeah. The 87-year-old yeah, former he failed miserably. Yeah, we're at his less job. safe. The 87-year-old former space security chief gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made oh. between the aliens and the U.S., which ostensibly uh, have been made because they wish to research and understand the fabric of the universe. So there's, like, research scientists, like in Star Trek. Makes so the sense. aliens are the research I, scientists? You know, yeah. if this were true, why are we still dealing with earthly bullshit? I don't know. Also, Because we're not ready, David. Our vibrations haven't risen. Yeah, but what the, could we bring to the table in any capacity if they're interstellar what the fuck are we giving them? That's very yeah. true. It's like it's not even that our vibration yeah, we're is not, high enough. We're just not worth it. We're not we're not asking like chimpanzees in the fucking rainforest in Africa what they think about the large hal trunk glider. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. like Jane Goodall wasn't sitting over there with Amy Mother asking her opinion on the League of Nations, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that wasn't happening. So the cooperation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. We've heard this a bunch of times. These are common threads amongst the the paranormal community or yeah. the mysterious community. If true, this would coincide with U.S. President Donald Trump's creation of the Space Force as the fifth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, though it is unclear how long this sort of relationship is, if any, has been going on between the U.S. and its reported extraterrestrial allies. Now, I don't know if the Space Force is even a thing yet. I saw. I them, was just going to say. I saw them swearing guys in, and they were, like, deployed to Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, It's Ugh. just a fake Surprise. program to get people to join the military. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, imagine joining Space Force, and they send you to <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, Fuck that. Oh, you're going to Mars. Mars is just the Middle East. Mars, Mars Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I, Camp I really, Mars. <laughs> Afghanistan. I really hope, like, okay, I, I kind of believe this is real, but I really don't want to believe that Trump is speaking to aliens. Like, please. Oh, I do. That's so embarrassing. I'm no. so embarrassed. I, no, no, no it, I doubt it. If Trump knew there was aliens, he would be the first person to tweet, guys, I just talked with alien representatives. I was the first person to do it. I'm, I'm your leader now. 
I am the world's, I'm the Earth's leader. Yeah, the aliens have decided that he I would, am the representative. That's why I can't believe in the QAnon conspiracy, because it has to do with Donald Trump keeping a secret that he's doing something that people would like. Yeah, he would, never, like he would never be able to do that. And That's there's why I can't nobody that. in that White House smart enough to, to, to put that information out on purpose in the way right. that they are. Right. Well, they were smart enough to mash up cauliflower in his mashed potatoes, so well, he gets some good. vegetables. <laughs> Is that real? That's real. The that's white, what you the, do to kids. The white, the white House chef had to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. By order to the doctor. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Shed insists that Trump is aware of them and that he was on the verge of disclosing their existence. However, the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so, saying they <laughs> wished to prevent mass hysteria since they felt humanity needed to evolve and reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. So, But I understand what space and spaceships no, are. No, here's the thing. I mean, at least I think I do. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. If Trump would have given me that, I would have fucking voted for him. I would have. If he would have came out and literally, like, that would be the biggest, that would be the biggest unveiling of any historical event ever. Yeah. And I would have to give that man credit. Even yeah. though I hate him and loathe him, I would have voted for I him. I still would have voted for him. No, I would have. <laughs> I would have. Because I just want, you know, it's that disclosure that I feel like we should know. But at the same time, I also read a quote today of something where you can't, accept something until you're you can't accept something new until you've changed your perception of what it is you're trying to accept so maybe what we consider any of this stuff that we're talking about is so beyond our capacity right now as as humanity stands for us to even understand yeah it could could be that maybe we aren't ready you know and uh, we're definitely not ready when you have these fucking idiots out here like oh a mask doesn't mask doesn't do anything i mean we're literally tearing down monuments of or monoliths that randomly appear. So can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most no, no, no. Yeah. We are st- We're still enough. at the hit shit with a stick phase of, yeah. of yeah. evolution. We we literally are still singing. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> That's where we're at. Uh, details of leaked Pentagon reports mention unidentified UFOs. And this also just this came just out. came out. Both of these things oh. just came out. I believe this article came out on the fifth. Uh, on the debrief.com or .org. That looks like one of the spiders I have in my backyard. Yeah, it does. I can't see the screen. Uh, Well, I don't need to see it. You know what? I can look on my phone. I'm going to do this New York Post one because they they kind of... I, I did read the... Uh, that one's a lot more in-depth, but the New York Post sum, uh, summarizes Yeah, I better. read the entire one on Debrief, but that, there, there's a lot there. I actually like that website. That's a That's a good website. I hadn't seen site. that yet. Um. Wow, this is a lot. Details from two allegedly classified intelligence reports from the Pentagon on apparent UFOs have been leaked, including photos of purported unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, The website, uh, thedebrief.org, published the details this week of the alleged reports from 2018 and last summer issued by Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, so UAP. Well, that's yeah, that's what they're calling it, but it's the UAP... UAPTF is the... UAPTF. Yeah. Sounds like a good organization. According to Debrief.org, the reports state that the task force is considering the possibility that these unidentified objects could be operated by intelligences of unknown origin, one source from the U.S. intelligence community said. 
I would love it if they were the stupidest things in the world. They're just haphazard existence is somehow interfering in our airspace, and they crack open one of those UFOs, and it's just like some alien drooling on itself. Uh, I mean, it could be like just, it could burping. just be some kind of probe that they send through a wormhole to investigate like what's in that part of the galaxy. You know, true. It true. could be yeah. It just could be like a it could be a, like a basic thing that's just monitoring us. You know, true. Uh, the 2018 intelligence report uh, purportedly included details of previous military encounters with apparent UFOs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The org citing sources, so all these sources were obviously unnamed, uh, it says the report also contained an unreleased photograph of an aerial phenomenon categorized as unidentified. So there's that picture with the fighter pilot, and it has that little speck where they yeah. they blew it up, but then there, apparently there's another photo that they didn't, that they didn't put on this um, article. I think they had it on it one article, a, and then it was, and then it got down. removed. It got removed. It was for some weird. Reason. Yeah, because then I when because I sent it, this yeah, to you, because it's, it, it's a it's a photograph from the pilot's personal cell phone. Oh, okay. And it's like a it's a triangular thing. Yeah. And now it's like an artist rendering. Of <laughs> yeah. The if image. you go to the uh, David, if you go to the debrief article, it can it'll show you the artist's rendering if you scroll oh, all the way down. And that is much more telling than that little shitty picture that they have on the New York Post. Yeah, oh. that they had to you know redo the picture. Why? Yeah, it looks like know. a roller hockey puck. It does. <laughs> yeah. Or you remember that game Crossfire? Yeah, Crossfire. Yeah, it looks like one of the little things you're trying to shoot into. <laughs> The, the little bucket. Yeah, uh, so it, the, basically it's showing a unidentified silver cube-shaped object, uh, and the document reportedly indicated that the object was hovering or completely motionless uh, when military pilots encountered it. So it's just, imagine flying by in a military fighter jet, and there's just a cube floating there at yeah. like 30,000 feet. It's the Borg. Yeah. Uh, all three officials told the site that based on the photo, the object appeared to be at an altitude altitude of about 30,000 to 35,000 feet and approximately 1,000 feet from the fighter jet. Uh, the image was reportedly captured in 2018 off the east coast of the U.S. Sources told uh, debrief.org that a list of possible explanations for these mysterious airborne encounters was provided in the report and that the report stated that the potential for UAP to be alien or non-human technology was of legitimate consideration. So I'm just curious, what else was on that list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, like, well, what are the other options? Well, I think this is the funny thing, is because, like, as much as we talk about uh, the government being part of some secret space program, if there is, like, this secret space program with, like, a base on the moon and all that shit, like, our, they don't have anything to do with our government at this R- point. No. It's... Like, maybe it was started by people from this government, but it doesn't have anything to do with it now, because our actual government does not fucking know what this is. Well, but then also on the flip side, people can just say that they're feeding us that narrative because it's beneficial to them to keep it quiet. Mm, I think I think now they're now that they're starting to even be able to investigate it, I think it's slowly coming out that they're looking into it. Right. I think before they were being like they were. They were giving us the line of like, "Oh, there's not, swamp gas or whatever." Yeah, right. there's no idea, because no they, potential because for anything. they didn't want to let on to like the Soviets or, or the communists that we didn't know what it was either. That's what. Yeah, that's why that's they're. The that's why they're playing thing. very. That's why they were playing very tight-lipped. I think for several several decades. And my favorite thing is, is that if we know it. The Russians know it. At this point with right. technology, oh, yeah. there's no secrets anymore, I don't believe. Well, at, at this point with Trump as president, 
like whatever <laughs> he knows the Russians know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why there was pea crystals in space. That's exactly. <laughs> He's why. into that Russian. He piss. loves <laughs> Russian piss crystals. <laughs> great, great name for the episode. <laughs> Russian piss crystals. <laughs> Uh, there's has, a, has any uh, non-military uh, like aircraft seen? Oh yeah, UFOs. Yeah, Tons. but pilots tend to not say anything because then they get analyzed. Marked as crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have to be careful because then they they get questioned. Like, well, is this guy really yeah, crazy? Yeah. Fit to they get their hair tested for LSD. Right, yeah. and then well, what will happen camera is camera technology now. People should be able to start recording this stuff. Oh, absolutely. And that's the other thing, too, that bothers me is every time we do, like, that picture on this article is pretty decent. But yeah. for the most part, considering we're living in 2020, mm-hmm. the quality of the footage and the photos that we get, even to this day with how good cameras are, is still shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it that's I mean, what pisses me off. I mean, I like, I, I can't even take a good picture of a fucking bird with my cell phone camera. You know, like, I'll zoom in all the way and it'll be all crappy looking. And it's like, that's just like... Right. Like an eagle up in a tree. Like it's not like a UFO like uh, 150 miles away in, in the air. That's true. I mean, you still can't take a decent photo of the moon with your phone. Yeah. Well, see, that goes into my conspiracy that the moon's not even real. The moon's real. not real? <laughs> it's only added on your phone. It's like an augmented reality. Ah. And you think you're seeing the moon. It's just been put in my heads up. Also, display. space is fake, too. Oh, okay. Fake <laughs> so space. So are we going to do a WAP parody called UOP? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. What's going to be the tagline, or what's going to be the chorus? Unidentified aerial phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> There's some UFOs in this house. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to we'll, come we'll up with a, a, yeah. a jingle. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it's kind of cool that our uh, our government doesn't know what's going on either. <laughs> yeah, I makes, think if we all just feel... admitted that, it would make things a little more chaotic. Yeah, it's cool or horrifying. Or, yeah, Depending I mean, on how you look at it. Maybe uh, maybe they'll take over the world any day now. Who knows? I'm maybe that's what the monoliths are for. Yeah, it's like, all right, prepare, humans. Like, Yeah, we're, we, we picked it. Sedona, Arizona, of all the places in the Sedona, galaxy you know. for these fucking UFOs to come. That's the like, I didn't spot. shake the monolith. I no. didn't shake the monolith. I mean, the, the monoliths are made with, like, two-by-fours in a mirror. I don't think aliens are dealing what with that. What if the the aliens are rednecks and they just, like, <laughs> haphazardly... From the future. ...like a makeshift monolith and that's yeah, the best they, they could do? What if they have a Home Depot credit card, you know? Yeah, why are these monoliths all showing up in the middle of nowhere? Like, you are, you want to impress me? Because if you put one up in Times Square, <laughs> the people will see you doing it. Random taxis no, are crashing no, into the monolith. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you want to impress me, fucking magic a monolith up in Times Square... And let no one see you do it. If then you want to impress me, yeah. magic a monolith right up into my prostate <laughs> and stimulate it. <laughs> that would impress me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. I you would should. no longer be skeptical. <laughs> Speaking of cryptozoology, uh, <laughs> let's move on to some freak encounters with a Genoskawa. Is it Genoskwa? Genoskwa. Genoskawa. Genoskawa. Janaskawa. I feel like if the Janaskawa was here, she'd be Janaskawa. <laughs> Get it right. The Gen Genus Gen, See, now I'm because I read it wrong in my head too. The Genesequa. The Genesequa <laughs> is a subspecies of the Sasquatch. Oh. It even appears as a mention in Native American folklore. They call it the Stone Giant Man, <laughs> due to its size and appearance. In uh, Iroquois legend. 
This hairy uh, hominid beast has the name of Atniyarhead or Atniyarha. The name translated to stone giant or stone Atni coat. Yeah, like uh, you can think of the Genoskawa as Sasquatch's larger and more aggressive cousin. Its skin is tough as a rock, and they twist the heads of their victims until they decapitate them. No. Ooh, that's cool. They also like to throw rocks at people from a distance. So that's why I think this is cool. This is just like a, it's like a Sasquatch, but it's like an evil Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's into petty crimes. <laughs> well, decapitation you, yeah, is decapitation not very Well, wait, is it's like both sides of the spectrum. So if he catches you, he's going to rip your head off. But if he doesn't like your autumnal decor, he might throw a rock at your house. Rocks. Like, is that is that really the picture we're going to paint? <laughs> Tell me, he's either going to be friendly or he's going to kill me. We can't have it both ways, right? <laughs> Bitch, change your curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the color of your Toyota Camry. Busted out these windows. The Sasquatch is a rather shy and peaceful creature that does not attack unless you provoke it. However, the uh, Genosqua is, is more aggressive than the Sasquatch, being very violent and territorial. It's about 9 to 11 feet tall and weighs around 8. 9 to 11. Oh, make 11. A that was a lie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they raid Native American camps and take away the inhabitants in the middle of the night. These poor souls would get eaten alive in the forest. The beast would decapitate them through the gruesome method of head twisting. Then he would tear them apart and eat them limb by limb. So I mean, I, I heard that they're omnivores, so why wouldn't they eat people? Yeah, yeah. why not? I'm just wanting to know who's actually... St- seen this take place to tell us was it the native americans yeah uh these creatures exude a horrible smell from their bodies a mixture between a skunk and a dead animal uh the foul smell can linger in some places for days this is the only indication of the stone giant's presence in the area so if you're in the woods and you just smell something really really bad get, the fuck get out, out of there yeah. yeah so it's not a bear actually taking a shit in yeah. The woods. yeah. Well, it says for those that are not familiar with the smell, they would chalk it off as a dead animal. Um, specialists say that the beast uses the smell as a means of communication too. <laughs> what? So do I. <laughs> <laughs> so, are what are you doing? Like Morse code with queefs? Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. how Lauren tells me she's here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to ring the doorbell at all. It's like, oh, what's that smell? <laughs> um, Lauren has come. It's like a plate of sizzling fajitas. Mm-hmm. Lauren Janelle Lance. <laughs> The smell of hot soup. Oh. Uh, an explanation for the creature's name what? could come from the fact that its fur was uh, coarsened with dirt and mud. Later on, the mud dries and forms a protective layer. So that's what the the Native Americans would say that they couldn't oh, get like arrows. Oh, shell. So basically, it was just dried mud and rocks stuck in their hair was like protecting them from spears and and mm. arrows. So they cemented themselves <laughs> in a sense. Basically, yeah. Because I mean, they're smart. That's a good idea. But they um, communicate with wafting aromas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Odiferousness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think this is, it's it's kind of a cool thing to think about, you know. Like, uh, you know, just like people, like Sasquatches, you know, there's like different kinds of people. There's, you know, real evil people that want to kill everything. And then there's people that just want to be left alone. Yeah. So which one of these Sasquatches are the Jew versions? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not even trying. Don't I'm bring Jesus there. into this. <laughs> I actually looked this up because uh, I actually looked this up because in um, the Harry Dresden, the Dresden Files series from uh, author Jim Butcher, he uh, he has a Sasquatch character that's basically like a wizard among the Sasquatch people, 
And oh, they also cool. have his his rival, which is uh, I forget what they named this thing, but he's one of these guys. Janasqua like, Gus. Janasqua Gus. Janasqua Gus. The good guy's name is River Shoulders, and then the other. <laughs> River Shoulders? Yeah. And, and the other one's named Chad. Chad. <laughs> yeah, the other one's <laughs> Chad. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of why I looked it up, because I saw it in I saw it in this uh, fiction book, and I was like, usually it's like everything that he puts in his books is like based on like some kind of actual folklore, so I had to look it up and uh, show it on the show. So where does the skunk ape, is that a subspecies of the Sasquatch? Yeah, yeah that's, that's another subspecies. But that, it's mostly in Florida, though. Yeah. Is that there, a phylum of... A phylum? Well, is it in they, the phylum? they say that it's like a Sasquatch, but it's a little bit stunted because uh, just because uh, there's not as much food in abundance down here as there would, would be in, say, Living the rainforest in the, swamps, in the yeah. Pacific Northwest. It's hotter, too. And it's a lot hotter, and that's probably also why they smell worse. Mm, yeah. So. So the the Sasquatch in these parts, people say, are like you know six to eight feet tall, like little guys. <laughs> Very little Sasquatch. Baby Squatch. <laughs> uh, let's move on to. Oh, there was another thing that oh, I didn't that, bring up. Oh, that uh, the Mari Lloyd. What is this? Oh, the Mari Lloyd. Okay. It's it's seasonal. Yeah. Topical. Oh, just in time for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> in Wales, midwinter is the right time to look a gift horse in its gaping skull mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this article is actually well written. It's pretty good. Around Christmas and New Year's Eve, Welsh families might find themselves challenged by a decorated horse or similar animal skull waiting for them on their doorstep. Adorned with colorful ribbons and bells, the equine image of death has a especially ghostly appearance thanks to the white sheet draped over the person carrying it. This uh, Welsh woman is uh, giving me some eyes. Here. Whoa! Yes, sending uh, me vibes. She could use a facial. She, uh, she could. Oh uh, uh, yes. <laughs> As revelers, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe a different kind, but uh, you know. Maybe so that this turns you on. You want to give her a facial, David? Yeah, is that you what know? you're thinking? David's yeah. just into European women. I yeah, know. I don't know what it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little bony. She. she <laughs> She, she's one a not, nice malnourished she, European woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she could use some calories. <laughs> As revelers sing and parade this uh, head on a stick around the neighborhood, doors <laughs> open to meet the morbid white horse in battle. Specifically, a battle of wits through poetry. Oh, oh. this is uh, Mari Laud, a midwinter pagan tradition uh, whereby celebrants earn food and drink only after dominating a poetry slam fronted by a skeletal face. We should bring this over to America. I this would be seems fun. like a great Christmas tradition. It seems like a whole lot of fun, actually. I we just get, we could get deaf. But we're Americans, so we'll just switch it out for like trivia or some dumb shit. No, oh, we're yeah. Americans, so you go to someone's house with that horse skull, you're gonna get fucking shot yeah. on the premises. <laughs> you go you show up with a horse skull and you just start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> but it has to be a hobby horse because, you know, we can't get too too creepy because we don't do the pagan shit, you know. We're yeah. Christians. Uh, the practice also incorporates the century-old tradition of uh, wassailing. Yeah, you guys wassailing. You guys want to do some wassailing? Yeah. Yeah. Some iowassailing. Ooh, now that's oh. what I'm talking about. <laughs> My. Uh, modern Welsh wassailing wassailing isn't class-based, but the end goal remains the same. Wassailers earn an invitation to come in by proving themselves through a back-and-forth rhyming battle with the residents. Once inside, it's traditional cakes and ale all around. All right. Yeah. Valsh how. That's a. Uh, I've never done that. I've been caroling before, but I've never done wassailing. Okay, hold on. Why? 
Why have I not? No, blossomed? why have you? Why were you caroling? Oh, because I was in choir. That's what all the rich kids yeah, did. Yeah, choir oh. kids had to do that shit. All the rich really? kids in choir, yeah, you go to the rich neighborhood and you would sing and then like uh, they would put money in your hat or whatever to raise money for the choir program or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And so, sometimes they would give you hot cocoa and stuff. Yeah. Really? One more way to embarrass yourself through yeah, choir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as if you needed one more thing to add to so the there's list. There's always one more thing. Yeah, you're the kid that shows up around the neighborhood singing in a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a dress code requirement? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, bow tie cummerbund. Is it not official? It's Are you not official choirs unless you have on like a jaunty hat? Oh, yeah, I don't think. What was your group called? Me and Lauren uh, went to different schools, but we had a sound. And Syn- you were the Falconeers. The Falconeers, yeah. yeah. What was yours called? Syndicated sound. Oh, that sounds worse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are you getting any syndicated checks, royalties <laughs> from your efforts? No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we got some paranormal stuff, and then we'll take a break and come back with our feature segment. Uh, this is the portal of Ar- Armu Maru May. Uh, does it really lead to another dimension? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We should take the Mary Lloyd <laughs> to oh, that door and see if that's what gets it to open. It's <laughs> a good old fashioned Also, skull. loving the stock photo for this um, article, <laughs> scroll back up to the top because I can't get enough. This is this from woman, the 90s? This woman is lit. First no, of all, are you assuming their gender? Because yeah. that, oh, there's nothing right. about that, that person that says woman to me <laughs> or man. <laughs> This is screaming eat, pray, love to me. Oh, you all day long. I just, I was just writing up a joke with Dre about this because she's talking about her boyfriend Ali and the being in the Middle East. And I'm like, I said, I was writing a tag for her. And I'm like, listen, if Julia Roberts can open up the International House of Pussy under the guise of eating, praying, and loving, <laughs> then you could go around and get your pussy stamped with any dick passport or have your passport stamped with any dick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, back to this lovely. Yeah, woman. I'm gonna let you take this one. So. My name is Jenya. So I'm um, she she looks It ends well, in an A, which would be a feminine. Yeah, she looks hinting. like a woman. She there's more pictures. She's wearing it doesn't mean anything. She's wearing very she's feminine out of his, sunglasses. So what how does one decide what to wear to a historical <laughs> site? I mean, yeah, it's Lake Titicaca, so you gotta wear something colorful. Lauren, what would what, you wear would to Lake wear? Titicaca? No, what would I wear to Lake Titicaca? Nothing. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> your birthday suit. Yeah, obviously nothing. She's just bringing her titties and her caca. All right, go, oh, ahead, yes. go ahead and take this one, Hugh. No, oh, you want titties, me to read? You bring yeah. Them. Yeah. All right. What is Aramumuru? I feel so stupid saying that. <laughs> the legend of the golden disc. The rumors among the locals can apport. Oh, you already read that. There are a lot of strange and mysterious places on the shores of Lake Titicaca. <laughs> it's not Lake, surprising. Lake I actually didn't even realize that this was there. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like a little cherry on yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not surprising that the ancient cities of Tawakanu and Pumapunku, located nearby, are said to have been the first settlements of the gods in this area. Now the region is teeming with wonders. Ooh. Teeming. Teeming. One of them is Aramumuru, also called Puerta de Haya Marcu, Marca, Wilkauta, and the Gate of the Gods. So, Aramutu is a structure carved into the face of a giant granite or of a granite rock. The shape resembles a gate or a facade of a building. The side of the gate is about seven meters wide by seven meters high. On the bottom of the structure, there is a T-shaped opening roughly six feet high where an adult person could easily fit. On the back wall of the opening in the middle, you can see a strange circular depression somewhat 
somewhat of a keyhole. Interesting. So my depression does not manifest into the shape of a keyhole. <laughs> More of a K-hole. Yeah. Actually, my depression would probably go away if I was in a K-hole. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's it, it's a famous site, and it, it was recently discovered in Peru. Um, so the Gates of the Gods was discovered in 1996 by a tour guide, Jose Luis Delgado Manam. Mamani. He's got too many names. Yeah, three's enough, dude. <laughs> uh, who was simply hiking in the area soon after the discovery. Wouldn't that be awesome if you just went on a hike and you discovered some like ancient site, like a keyhole sticking That's, out of a mountain? That would be cool. That would be crazy. <laughs> well, didn't you guys say there's stuff like all over in Philippi Park or something? Well, there's it's just it's mounds. just a, a historical mound. Let's it's just a start bunch of mounds, excavating. It's a bunch of mounds of uh, dead Sasquatch that the government won't let us excavate. That's yeah. exactly what. That is. I would die. Oh my God! You know what we should do? Hmm. We should erect a random monolith. Ooh, on, one on of those top mo- of the on one of the mounds. That we, we would could, be fun. We could he was always down there. for a good erection. We could, uh, <laughs> yes, we could sneak it up. Even there. a bad erection. We could too. sneak it up there during the week. There's yeah. not as many yeah. people there. It's not that many people there. It's gonna be like paper mache though, because our budget's very limited. <laughs> so if it rains, it's you know it's done. we're done. It's just a fence post that I spray painted silver. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a poster that says monolith. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say put a little sign on it. This yeah. is a monolith. It's like a little hanging sign, and it's like crooked. <laughs> um. Anyways, so yeah, there was basically uh like there was no um there was no organic material found around the site, so they couldn't do any carbon dating. Usually, like around sites like this, like somebody wh- whoever made it has like camped there, right? So there's made something. like a fire or whatever, and there's either buried trash nearby or a fire pit or something that can carbon date it. Mm-hmm. But you can't carbon date just like stone, right? You know. Well, and then it says here the legend talks about a priest of Coracancha Temple in Cusco named the Aramuru. He was fleeing from the Spanish invasion in 1533, trying to save the biggest treasure of the Inca, which was the Golden Disc. Originally, the Golden Disc came into possession of a young Quechua man named Pachacutec. He was walking near a spring and saw something fall in the water. Some say it was a golden disc. Some writers, like Father Bernabe Cobo, a Spanish Jesuit missionary who collected many legends from the indigenous people, described it as it being made of crystal. Oh, the crystal skull. Yeah, and then that also plays into that too. He saw a crystal tablet with. He saw a crystal tablet within this tablet. There appeared to him. There appeared to him the figure. Upon oh, it was a LCD screen. That's probably what it was. He just saw an iPad yeah, it from was like, somebody from the future. It was an iPad 1. <laughs> um, upon seeing this image, Pachacutec became so terrified that he started to flee, but the image spoke to him from inside of the spring, saying to him, Come here, my child. Have no fear, for I am your father, the son. I know that you will subjugate many nations and take great care to honor me and remember me in your sacrifices. That's very specific. And yeah. And having these words, the vision disappeared, but the crystal tablet remained in the spring. There's always a tablet. Always you a notice tablet. that is yeah. a common Moses had some thread. Tablets. Moses, Joseph Smith, uh, with uh, Mormonism. Yeah. yeah. There's always a ta- like a tablet. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Why it's can't gold. they just put it on paper? Right. Or on, like well, use paper a diva don't last. cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all the promises came true, right? 
That's what it says. Yeah, all the promises <laughs> came true. Uh, Pachacutec won many battles, some of them miraculously. For example, one battle was won with the with the gods' help. Giant stones rose in the air and trampled the enemy army. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh huh. became a great emperor who transformed the city of Cusco and built Machu Picchu, which. And if people don't know You've Machu, seen Picchu, Machu Picchu, right? I actually visited. I didn't know this. Machu Picchu was also relatively newly discovered in the sense of like, like if you compare it to 90s, the pyramids. Think, right? No, it was I think in the sixties. Oh, okay, so that's really not that long ago. Yeah, the either. pyramids yeah. were discovered over a hundred years ago. Yeah, at least maybe like seventy-five years ago. I think Giza was unveiled to the masses. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that about Machu Picchu either, because I thought that was just an old historic site. So there's, there is so much stuff that we have yet to oh, in discover. Oh, in the jungles in South America, there's probably tons of ancient cities. Uh, uh, I mean, we talked about it on a previous episode. Yeah, with, with the, the guy, satellite, the satellite kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All this picture reminds me of is, you will find me to be a benevolent god. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great, great leader. Hands. Actually, I think that's the. There's a statuary in the Plaza del Armas in Cusco. Yeah, in Cusco, I saw that. Um, after Pachacutec's death, the magical device was kept in Corcancha. Oh, I actually said that right. In other trans, transliterations, upon the Aramuru escaped with it, moving south and hiding in the mountains, he finally reached the Hayamarca region. There he met a group of Inca priests who were the guardians of the gates of the gods. During a ceremony performed at the gate, Aramuru placed the golden disc on the keyhole on the backside of the door. Unexpectedly, the disc opened the portal to Aramuru, and Aramuru and well, walked, mean, walked why, into why it. Why is it unexpected? Because they did a whole ceremony. I'm pretty sure they expected it. To, that but. yeah, I would. I mean, also, why would you put that there? Yeah, yeah. what would make mm-hmm. you do that? I mean, unless and why is he walking around with this disc? So he walked through the portal and he was never seen again. Oh, based on that legend. Um, and then <laughs> this legend is further supported by the fact that no matter how the Spanish tried, they could never find the legendary disc. It disappeared without a trace. I think somebody was supposed to retrieve their gold because that's what they did. The Spanish came in and saw the gold that the Incas had, and they. You know, took it all, and there's probably one guy that had the big treasure, and he got away with it, and they just made up this story. He's like, made up the story. He just happened to walk through this portal. We tried, but you know, they're magic. There's nothing we could do. Yeah, yeah. That was, and that was the start of the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. That would be awesome. All the stolen treasure. Um, I did see on TikTok that they're, cause you know. Of course, I'm in, get... I'm in conspiracy TikTok. Have you gotten oh, yeah. a time travel TikTok I've yet? gotten a time travel TikTok. Oh, oh where no. you get messages from time travelers? No, it's a guy pretending. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, saying yeah. he's a time traveler. Have you been on Egyptology no, TikTok? No, I want to get on that. I'm on. Lear- I'm learning how to read hieroglyphics on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Hugh, send me some of those. I want to get. I want the algorithm to pick me up. <laughs> I honestly, I only want to be able to learn to read hieroglyphics just to say that I can read hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah. And this guy like goes in and, and does lessons. Don't ask me how I stumbled upon it, because that algorithm will throw you down a rabbit hole. It takes hole. you down like the craziest rabbit holes. I what is the weirdest it. thing you've seen on TikTok in relation to what we're talking oh, about? Uh, the weirdest thing that I've seen on TikTok Ooh. is there is a... Um, Give me a heart attack. There is a guy who <laughs> claims to live in a town that is like on a, a time and space rift. <laughs> and uh, everything in the town is glitching. 
So like he'll look into the window of an abandoned building and then on the inside it's like like a weird computer glitch. It's like the entire inside is this weird yeah. matrix glitch. It's really cool. cool. Does he show evidence to support his statement? Probably not. He creates like it's obviously manufactured. I mean I mean maybe, I don't know. It could be real. But like Send it to me, I'll tell you. All right, yeah, right. it's it's probably not. But it's so much fun. The, I love that. The weirdest but... thing on TikTok I've seen, and I'm sure it's related to all of this, it was um, someone with the body of a man and the head of a Furby, and then it, <laughs> and then it, and then it poured a <gasps> plastic container full of like little mini babies into a boiling pot. Are you sure this is TikTok? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you don't have a fever dream. No, Are you TikTok. not on like the Tor dark web? No, it's a whole it's a whole it's it's called like Furby Lover or something like that. I forget what it's called. Oh, you're on Furby Talk. Yeah. I think you've just disclosed a little too much information about yourself, David. <laughs> I don't know how I got on it, but oh, uh, I have a couple what guesses. what about you, John? Crazy. Uh, I'm I'm still stuck on steak TikTok. <laughs> steak yeah. talk? Just just barbecue, yeah. And big boobies TikTok. Just boobs and barbecue for me. <laughs> and dogs. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to run an ad, use the bathroom, and then we're going to come right back and talk about the Onshar. And in I'm our purchasing a pair of them pants. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we will be right back. Please stick around. Welcome back. We're back. And we're back. We back. I like all this uh, lo-fi music you've been making, David. It sounds Great really show. good. Thank you. This yeah. one's a little creepy. This one, you made it this specifically for, for the, the Seriousness show, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. I love it. I want to remind everybody uh, to check out the Something Planet Podcast every Monday here on the Twitch channel or at somethingplanet.com. Or on YouTube. Uh, all the old episodes of Mysteriousnesses and Something Planet are on YouTube. And uh, remember to catch us uh, Warzone Wednesdays every Wednesday at 8 o'clock right here on the Twitch channel. Make sure you're following us on social media and that you join the Something Planet Tears on Facebook. Oh, the Something Planet Tears has been great lately. Yeah. It has been off the chain. Feel free to... Uh, Feel free to uh, drop any sort of paranormal stuff in the Something Planeteers. Okay, James is here. Uh, oh, what's James. up, James? What's Good up, James? Um, yeah, so uh, this is a strange thing. The uh, Anshar. Okay, I'm just curious to know, where did you find this? You told me to take it from the crazy... Uh, the oh, crazy, the Great Awakening thing? The crazy, uh, yeah, Great Awakening dream board thing. Every time I look at that, I see something new that I didn't see the last time. It's kind of like the Amityville Horror House picture, yeah. where every time you look, it looks a little bit different. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like there's random topics that just appear on the thing. Well, it's, it's as the timeline is changing. As time travelers change it, it's changing. What more. is this thing uh, you guys are talking about? Look it up real you quick. Don't it's know called The Great Awakening. The Great, the great Awakening. Yeah. Search for The Great Awakening in uh, Google Photos. I, I think want, we should wallpaper this room in that. I would love that. I want this as <laughs> this a is the thing so bad. D David walked back here one day, and I, ha I have it as my background oh, this on my thing. computer. Okay, yeah. yeah. I have it as my background on my computer. Wake Dave, up, sheep. And David was like, hey, what's that? And I was like, what What are you talking about? And I turned the monitor off. Oh <laughs> he had shame. <laughs> it's like a secret thing. Yeah, Actually, so. you know what? I think for Christmas, I'll buy one for us to put up here. That would if be you cool. Because they sell like, um, it's like a like luminescent a version of it. It's oh. kind of like shiny and pretty. Oh, that's Oh, cool. the meme wars. They got meme wars on here. Oh, they got everything. Oh, it's, it's a it's, lot. It all relates to each other. Wait, how long has QAnon been on there? Oh, it's always been on there. Oh, my as God. As far as I can remember. Did I tell I've you? I've never noticed that. What? Shelly Harris has give, given me a nickname. She's calling me QAnon. Uh, <laughs> or Q Carry. Oh, 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 oh. I like It's like, I can have it both I ways. That's it. cute. Yeah, QAnon, has it been on there? Yeah, it's, Have you noticed it's near it? the bottom of the thing. I, I've seen it there before, yeah. It's I've right never there. noticed it. Is Frazzle Drip on there? I don't know if Frazzle Drip's on there. Frazzle Drip? What is that? Oh. oh. Yeah, listen to our last First episode. of all, if we're going to crack open that treasure trove, yeah. you're going to have to, we need to school you on some things okay. first. Yeah, you're not ready for that okay. level yeah, of the yeah, Illuminati yeah. Uh, initiation. Yeah, we got to work you up to Frazzle you gotta Drip. you got to get on the uh, Anunnaki, Lauren. Yeah. you got to get on uh, Float, float Universe. <laughs> He'll explain it to you. I yeah. actually am so attracted to Float Universe. <laughs> I don't know why. What me, is it me, about? Let me show this right. to everyone no, so they can see Yeah, it. show it. I think if you're into conspiracy theories and that sort of thing, there's at least one podcaster or, or a person who talks about it that you're attracted to. Like, I'm attracted to both of the guys on Mysterious Universe. Oh, they're going to say Mysteriousness is, I'm like, well, there's three in the room, so <laughs> who's right. the no, lucky no, no. two? No, 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 but both of the guys. So yeah. you and John. Oh, the Bosnian. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of the Bosnian Pyramid. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. But yeah, I, I found uh, this interesting subject, and then uh, well, Hugh helped me with some of the research. Inner Earth Civilization. The Anshar. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this time. Raptors? <laughs> Listen. I you're, love this thing so I much. love. My favorite thing is looking at David's eyes as he's peering through the poster. It's so great. Because it's like he goes, like, it's like he's squinting, and then it's like there's confusion, and then kind of some excitement. <laughs> and then acceptance. Yeah. It's all the stages. Yeah. Raptors? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's definitely. Raptors are real still. Um, <laughs> so, um,. So I would read that article you found first and then go into the doc. Yeah. The, the Anshar are a, or a, are a fourth destiny ancient breakaway civilization. Oh. Uh, they are humans from the future in their original timeline during their transition to fourth destiny, uh, density. They begin to experience a man, uh, Mandela effect, like similar to that. They're colonialists and they're just spreading freedom they look everywhere like they go. They look like elves. They do. They may be the inspiration for elves. Uh, they are, actually. Mm -hmm. They traveled back in time to 17 to 18 million BCE uh, to the effects point of origin to maintain their timeline. So something happened in their timeline that they were like, okay, we got to send some of us back in time, millions of years, to live this time timeline all over again, basically. So basically, going back 17 million years, step on that bug that decided it was going to leave, or the... 
fish that decided to grow legs and come out of the water, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that would just put an end to all of it. Well, they they obviously let us happen, so that's good, right? <laughs> I, unless we're now. on the timeline where that was the mistake. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We could be on the wrong timeline. <laughs> the this small population uh, expanded drastically over millions of years. Another contingent traveled back in time to the current fourth density shift. Their population is currently in the millions. Oh. The elders have a device that enables them to fly like Superman. Uh, the Anshar sleep by spending 40 minutes every few days in an egg-shaped chair. I know. I want to get one of those. Those look comfy. I sleep about that much myself. Yeah, forty minutes. Forty, <laughs> 40 minutes, minutes every two every days. Few days. <laughs> does it does it look like I do? <laughs> These chairs allow one to access their neural network. Oh. Uh, the elders are about two feet taller than the rest of the Anshar, uh, like the tall whites. Whoa! They go through a second phase of growth. <laughs> they fly most of the time. I like how it's mentioned they fly that they. Most of the time. <laughs> I like how it, like they live underground, but they still fly most of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would you ever have wings underneath the ground? Well, I have. I have seen videos. Like, have you ever seen the videos of the uh, unidentified uh, flying humanoids? No. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yes, I haven't. I haven't peeked underneath that rock yet, John. <laughs> no. So these are like. Uh, I, I think. I think like fairies. No. These. Uh, these look like just like a like a humanoid shape in a cloak. See it's if like I could flying find around. Yeah. So not a Mothman, but an actual. Or would a Mothman be considered that? No. Uh, no. No. This is like a, that's a, that's a No. This is like a video. Uh, I. I now I wish I had had it. Had it. Uh, pulled up, but it's like a video from like Mexico City from like ten years ago, and it's just like a guy flying around in the air without like a jetpack or anything. I would love to wreak havoc over a city like that, just and randomly. It, and, and, and you can tell the video is real because you can hear the people talking about it. It's like they they're looking up at it and looking, and they're staring at it and they're talking about it, so they all see it. You know, that's crazy. I can't find it on this. And it's just like this weird alien thing that's like flying around. Maybe it was so a, it could be an onshar. An onshar that got loose yeah <laughs> i just find it the picture of a person flying around just like this not like a superhero no, no. yeah because no. I, I remember what it looked like i think he showed it to me yeah it's uh, he's like upright flying around yeah not... it's just it's... oh kind of like in um avengers the the silver surfer guy that kind of just stands and he just moves kind of yeah. yeah it looks like they've got a jetpack on i always think yeah uh Let's see. The Anshar have a historic connection to ancient human settlements in Antarctica before the most recent pole shift. And so that's another thing I keep seeing as we do research for a lot of this stuff is this idea that there is like this secret base for aliens in the well, South Antarctica Pole. Well, Antarctica is a very, very large continent, and it's like it's different from the North Pole. The North Pole is just ice on top of water, right? But you can actually take a submersible underneath it to the North Pole. But Antarctica is like a legit it's a giant continent. Yeah. yeah, that's right at the South Pole for some reason. Yeah, I don't know because I've read things from Hollow Earth theory where that's an entrance. That's how you get in. Yeah, into the North and the South Pole. Oh, that's is why the they entrance. have the flat earthers have the ice wall. And well, well yeah. flat Earth, yes, yeah, says that it's not a continent. It's just a large ice wall encircling the entire disk that we live on. Yeah. 
and we're perpetually moving up. There's no gravity. It's just the disc is going up very quickly. I know we talk about a lot of I know we talk about a lot of stupid shit on this podcast, but every time you start talking about that, there's like this headache that just forms right in my temple. I can feel it. It's just that going vein. up really quickly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like we're on a perpetual well, I don't elevator. Be- I don't believe it, but I do think it's interesting the shit that they make up about it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do and I have met people that do legit believe it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I just can never get behind the reasoning I will I can buy yeah, what's, into what's an the alien reason? I can buy into some bullshit portal thing cause that I can kinda put some sense to, into it and like even if it's just a legend but what? who's benefiting from a flat earth no. and the lies no, it's just of flat, it being then, a sphere yeah, yeah. No, yeah where, where's the money there's oh, no uh, money that's uh, isn't it the about. big map yeah, it's the the topogra- big yeah. topography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the globe. Cartologists of the world. I think. That's, oh, is it cartologists? That's what they. Yeah. That's what that's, they mean by globalists. Yeah. Oh. Selling the globe. <laughs> Not because we actually sense. live on a globe, right? Yeah. No, they're that, globalists. They're. Pur- it's been there the whole time. Yeah. We have How no fucking clues. Flat Earth. You who? Know, wait. Who the fuck's buying globes? <laughs> When's the School? last time you ran to the School? store to get a globe? I kind of want a globe now. <laughs> I used to love playing but with But I want, it, want, I want a flat one. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's not a, a globe. That's no, yeah, map. it's just a disc. I was going to say where you push the button on the top and it opens and there's just liquor inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, because that was like high class back yeah. in the 40s if yeah. you had one of those. Was, right? What are you talking about? That's, that's still, still fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Mine opens by Mongolia. They still sell that in the weird catalog that still comes to my house. They sell it in Air Mall right next to the Sky Mall. Mall. In my universe, it's Air Mall. What is it, Lillian Verner? That old magazine they used to send out had like the weird gag gifts in it. Mm. Like uh, body condoms and stuff. Oh, yeah. Or like the really big TV remote. Body condoms aren't a gag gift. That's like, that's a fetish thing. That's just safety. That's also safety. Uh, The Onshar do not practice (laughs) We went from Onshar to body condoms in literally no time. The Onshar do not practice matrimony. Instead, they have family groups. They Uh, raise each other's children in these groups. Of course they're poly. Of course! They view sexual intercourse as an energetic exchange. Of course. But what is Who wants some energy? Se- but isn't that what sex is kind anyway? technically? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want a little little pick me up real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kinda tired. My frequency needs some increasing. <laughs> uh, the Anshar reside in inside a uh, gigantic cavern underneath central South America. Uh, they fly uh, buses as well as cigar shaped, <laughs> egg shaped, and saucer shaped craft. Their craft, as well as all of their technology, is powered by the mass consciousness of their civilization. So they've figured out how to turn consciousness into energy, apparently. I'm just getting this weird visual of them. First of all, I think it's kind of weird that everything in this episode has somewhat related to the other stories, and we did not do that on purpose. We didn't do it on purpose. Well, we're just attuned to the universe. Yeah, Yeah. you know what it is? We're elevating to the 5D. Our vibrations are increasing. 5D, we're getting there, baby. You don't even know it, but I'm actually engaging in an energy exchange with all of you right now. Uh, I can feel it. Are you feeling it? I just came. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, I've been doing Kegels this whole time. In the onshore city, there are areas around the cavern that look like they were uh, dematerialized to make room for living quarters. Uh, the rock that was removed appears to have been recycled and liquefied to construct the tall glass buildings. All of their buildings are modular. 
So that's cool. Oh, so like Ikea. Yeah. So they're Swedish? Is that <laughs> Ikea? Yeah. At the end of each major cycle, the Anshar, as well as all of the ancient breakaway civilizations, move all of their people and all of their buildings into a temporal anomaly they generate in the middle of their cities. This is to protect the Anshar from disappearing due to divergence from their timeline. Interesting. That's, yeah. That's. I have pictures of their egg chairs by the way i like them. those look very comfy they look very like modern 60s vintage yeah. retro yeah I'm pretty sure those it, were in austin it powers. looks like something in ikea and uh, men in black oh the it original. does look yeah. like those oh, yeah. i wonder which came first men in black well have, these guys have been here for millions of years so it's obviously the them. chicken or the egg chair yeah, yeah. The Anshar sustain themselves on plant and fungus life. They have a large garden, many acres inside. Of course they're fucking vegan. Where all of their food is grown. <laughs> all of their food is grown in a uh, crystal substrate. Uh, Mineral-enhanced water is used to grow their crops. They eat raw vegetables and vegetarian sweet cakes. Because their food is very high in nutrients, you immediately feel energized after eating. Electrolytes, it's what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Their library is like a time machine. As you walk from one end of it to the other, tablets become scrolls, which become handwritten books, which become modern-day books. All of the modern books had ISBN numbers on them. Wait. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's wait. good that they're registering their books. Like, if they had a, no, those numbers on them, you'd be able to look them up in the database. Yeah, like, like, there's a card cat, like an yeah. ethereal yeah. card catalog okay. that you go Fine. to. The Dewey but, Decimal but, System. But the Anshar Dewey Decimal System. Do they stop at books, though? Do they just, like, what happens after the book? It's books? just one Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, just a thumb drive. Yeah. But, I, wait, so they drive buses... They're no, they poly- fly buses, Hugh. Uh, Don't be ridiculous. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> they fly buses. They're vegan. They're vegan. They're poly. Yep. They're from Oregon, I guess. Are we sure They're that St. someone Pete. didn't just randomly show up at the castle one night and get confused <laughs> and say that these are yep. the Anshar? Are you sure this isn't a group of lesbians from downtown St. Pete? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On an excursion. Had a little too much LSD. Uh, let's see. All the modern books had ISBM numbers. They have physical copies of books that are the most important of them. Everything else is stored in crystals. Well, they have crystal storage. That makes sense. Somebody just said, close some of your tabs, psycho. We were (laughs) just talking about that. (laughs) We have lots of tabs because we have lots of information for you guys, okay? All of these relate to the show. Yeah, all these are for the show, James. Also, um... Don't tab shame us because we're into that thing. Sometimes I get attached to the old tabs that I've left up for like two years. Like, oh, oh, that would make me sick. I only, my stomach. I usually have 10 tabs open during the day for work. I'm, I'm always know. flipping between all I of them. I never know what I'm going to want to think about. <laughs> like, Not only do How many Anshar... bookmarks do you have randomly placed throughout various books? Is that a common thing for you? Oh, no. I'm, I'm an asshole with dog ears. I'm one of those dickholes. Ew. Yeah. Why do you do that? Uh, because it's easier. You're, you, Lauren. So they also browse our internet, <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at here. They, oh, they do. They, they keep up. On, they keep tabs. Oh, on is us. OK James an Onshar and he's here to browse your internet, David? He could be. Mm-hmm. He might be. He can browse your internet and your wife. I have no evidence to say to the contrary. Oh, <laughs> OK James. Uh, he said, You guys didn't mention this is another tinfoil hat episode. This is actually mysteriousnesses. Yeah. Something Planet was last this is, night. This, this is, is the tinfoil yeah, hat. I don't know if show. you realize, yeah. but this is not Jared. Yeah. Sitting here. <laughs> um, Jared Jared got dried out real quick. <laughs> He's got put into a food dehydrator. Yeah. And lost all of his self-esteem. I just imagine Jared, you know those little those little t- 
tablet things that are real small and you put it in the bathtub. Like the opposite of you, that you in reverse. <laughs> oh wow! And then and then they like blow up. You know what? I should give that to myself. That was really shitty. All right, keep going. Keep Wait. Going. <laughs> Which part of the process am I? <laughs> <laughs> am I before or after? You're the before. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> the Anshar have uh, one area reserved for influencing thoughts and making telepathic contact with surface humanity. This room is filled with egg-shaped shell seats for the Anshar yeah. to sit down and enter into a meditative state. Yeah, let me let me get a picture of that. So again. if oh, okay. uh, any Anshar listening right now or in the future, please uh, contact me via tel- telepathy, please. Yeah, make something appear ah! now. <laughs> <laughs> your brain just explodes <laughs> out from your ears. I just had an invasive thought that called me a dumb cunt. Does that count? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. I think that's it. The Anshar don't like me, you guys. All of your invasive thoughts are just the Anshar. <laughs> That would be fucking like that would blow my mind. Lauren, you are trash. (laughs) Oh, the onshore think I'm trash. (laughs) You wake up one morning feeling actually good about yourself and like, psych, bitch. So uh, (laughs) the civilization is uh, forty to fifty miles beneath the Earth's surface. Uh, Their main concerns are helping humanity evolve their consciousness and protecting the ancient Paltel ruins on Earth and Venus. They're doing a shitty job. Tall, Paltel. They're doing a really. So explain to us what the Paltel is. Uh, So the Paltal is the name of the four original races of the universe that seeded life throughout. Is that why on Star Trek all of the all of the aliens just kind of look like people, but like a little bit different and sexy? I yeah. And if you want to go into more of this, first of all, to try to find any information about the Onshar that's not crazy, also. In reference to the this isn't crazy. (laughs) Well, no, it's crazy, but like there's worse to. To really get into this level of conspiracy, you almost have to be an onshar yourself. Okay. Because it's so <laughs> obscure to find any sort of factual or cons- like a sentence that actually is grammatically correct <laughs> that doesn't just sound like regurgitation. That's why I like having you on the show, Hugh, because you're not afraid to get down there in the in the crazy mud and roll around with the other crazies for a First while. First of all, I live in the crazy <laughs> mud. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, I will I will wrestle the dark web to get some facts on mysteriousness. Well, I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, the Patal, and again, I always feel so r- ridiculous saying this saying words, it's serious. Um, is the name of the four original races of the universe that seeded life. The Anshar comprised of seven positive polarity human ET races. So that's the other thing too. When you speak about entities in relation to the universe, there's positive polarity Entities, so right. like the onshar, and then you have the negative polarity, which would be like the reptilians, right? And those the, and the intelligent AI that controls yes. the reptilians, yeah. And those are the ones with the real drones that go into your eyeball. Mm-hmm. We've passed episodes. Also, birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Space is fake. The <laughs> er, the globe is flat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Democrats rigged the election. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hillary Clinton eats baby fetuses, <laughs> and it doesn't work no <laughs> she does it but it doesn't make her any younger it no does, does nothing in fact it's doing the complete opposite yeah. whoever's giving her this information needs to stop because it's, it's wearing a waste on her. of kids yeah she's not getting any younger no yeah. she just craves the fear you know how many kids would die to have some of them kids <laughs> anyways um so the onshar are focused on protecting okay here's what i wanted to find out that i could okay. not find any 
um, information about. The Anshar are focused on protecting ancient ruins and helping out the development of human consciousness. I understand the human consciousness. I don't understand the ancient ruins. I could not find anything. What... Well, maybe it's just all of the ancient ruins. So there's here's the thing. There's ancient ruins, and I keep seeing the reference points of the ancient ruins in Antarctica, and then the ancient ruins on Venus. So right. there is a that's a common thread when looking into the Paltal. Well, I'm but guessing there's some sort of stargate that connects the two. I could, but that I can't tell sense. you. It might be Aramuru. I don't know. Or James <laughs> don't... Spader. Or yeah. Or it could be OK James. Or it could oh, be. Hey. We know you're a fucking alien, James. Yeah, OK James. <laughs> OK James just said, I just on sharded myself. <laughs> uh, we're not buying it on shard. The self deprecation is not being sold here tonight. So, anyways, um, so they hold a lot of territory under the earth and are by far the most powerful Agrathan civilization. Now, Agartha... That sounds like another rabbit hole, please. It's a, okay, Agartha is the name of what the civilization lives in beneath the earth. So okay. in the hollow earth theory, which I think we can do a whole nother seg like a whole nother show on. Yeah. There's that. several civilizations that live underneath the so earth. So we have earth is on the outside that we look at it, but Agartha is the earth on the inside. I think we did do an episode at one point on hollow earth theory, but we still there's more that we could get into. We could go back to it again. It's deep. Yeah. Not just bum, in the earth. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Bing. Um so they and then of this civilization or of the Paltal, they include the original Pleiadian group that settled here some 20 million years ago, as well as six other factions, all of whom resemble humans to a greater or lesser degree. So they're from the Pleiades? Lesser degree, greater degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as, as an example. Yeah, yeah, just for those that need a visual. Um, one, of, one group of the Anshar, the Silver Fleet, have a particularly interesting history. Apparently, they're actually far from far ahead in our own future and are here to keep their race from being destroyed in that time. We talked about that a little bit before. Right. And something happened such that they were about to be wiped out, so they... What's that word? You wrote I, this. I didn't write it. I copied and pasted it. So they... <laughs> looked I, into the moved, timeline. Oh, is that... Okay, I can't see the word. Looked oh, into the... Oh, because you got your cursor on it, David. Okay, yeah, they looked into the timeline to figure out where and how they might be able to uh, make a change that would mitigate that disaster. Right. Um, they realized that they would have to travel back 200,000 years to, uh, before our present day and then live through all of the time in between then up until their present in order to make the so necessary changes. So their present changes. is like way further into the future. Right, but I don't understand how, why couldn't they just go back and fix the one thing? Why would they have to live the entire timeline? That's well, maybe uh, maybe time travel is like a one-way one way ticket, you know? You can't go back once you once It's you not like it. a domino effect where it just, the fix happens and then it's well, all fixed? Well, who's to say that they have the ability to pick when they time travel back to? That's true, Maybe too. there are specific openings that you can travel back to and that was the closest exit. Maybe oh, soft, soft spots in the space-time continuum. Yeah. Yeah, and they thought they were going to get off that exit and go to the Waffle House. No. Nope. Instead, they're... Fucking cavemen. No, they got they got off on the exit at Mysteriousness's <laughs> podcast. Yes. Okay, James says I self-defecated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, leave the comedy up to the people on the podcast. No, I'm just messing. So with this me. group traveled back uh, to the time that and had and have been living underground since then, doing their best to nudge events such 
that there will be a better outcome far in the future. And it seems clear that those of us on the surface right now, the lives we live and the choices we make are all part of that process. Well, they need to hurry the fuck up because things are really yeah. fucked up if right now. Yeah, if the choices I make are part of your process, that's a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. There are also uh, Solar Warden and Alliance Outposts down in Argatha. So, Ooh, what's uh, a Solar Warden? So the Solar Warden, cool. this is even crazier. This is Oh, this is where we get deep. This this is going deep. So the Solar Warden program is basically uh, it was it was uh, basically invented in the 1980s by uh, the Cabal, which is Ronald uh, Reagan. Yeah, it's composed of the uh, factions of the military-industrial compacts and the world's intelligence agencies. But these have since like branched off from our government, which is what we said earlier. And if you know about QAnon. Those people are they. They say that Trump is fighting the cabal because the cabal is trying to keep him from being the benevolent, gracious leader that he really is. <laughs> right, oh, and God. we're just too stupid to know. <laughs> right. Uh, President Reagan was briefed by Solar Warden as to the uh, existence of ETs, but only that there were four or five races that had been interacting with the Earth for thousands of years. This limited disclosure got him quite excited, though. He even made allusions to this in a few of his public speeches. I wonder if Mommy got excited, too. Mother? Because, <laughs> you know, that's what he called Nancy, right? Mother? Mommy or yeah. Mother? Oh, God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole uh, conspiracy documentary coming out about that where Nancy... Uh, where it's oh, like, with the astrology? No, it posits that Nancy Reagan was really the brains behind the operation. She was just fucking playing Reagan like a puppet. Yeah. She Good was, for her. Apparently, uh, yeah. she was the real president. <laughs> Our first female Our president. First, yeah. <laughs> we never even knew it. Also, didn't and Wilson... a man takes credit. Yeah, yeah that's about right. That's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that sounds real, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, like the whole time since the dawn of America has been run by women. But it might have been. Women are so smart that they know that they have to put the man out as the face. Yeah, take the blame. Take yeah. The blame. <laughs> yeah. You be the face. But y'all been running shit this whole time. The wool is being taken off of the eyes yeah. right now. <laughs> I am no longer sheep. We are no disclosure. longer that's where fallen no, victim. That's where all the MGTOWs and red pillars come from. Yeah. They, they know the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yikes. And, you know what's great? I'm so glad that there is a soundbite of you saying that. Forever <laughs> now. Forever that exists on the internet. David Day. <laughs> Is, that's not mayor, very becoming of a mayor. <laughs> mayor Palm Harbor. I'm snipping that after this episode. The mayor of Agartha as well. The yeah. self-proclaimed mayor of Agartha. <laughs> so uh, the Solar Warden was also supposedly the motivation behind his obsession with the Star Wars system. Uh, the supposed oh, yeah. purpose of which was to shoot down incoming nukes from Russia, but which was actually used to fund the expanding Solar oh. Warden fleet. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the Solar Warden guys, if anybody shoots a nuke at us, I guess they got it covered from space, probably, you know? Uh, I don't see, know. I believe that there is a secret space program because oh, yeah. I have seen some shit with my own two eyes of things. Uh, I, I've seen things that are against the international treaties in space in a military training area. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen what was supposedly the remnants of a missile shot from outer space to the surface of the Earth. Where, and like I saw the o, like it was dead of night, and I saw the ozone layer coming down, which w- was reflecting light from the other side of the Earth, from the sun, reflecting light down into the night sky of the ozone layer burning up. It looked like a giant, beautiful flower sprouting out of the sky. Ooh. Th- that is a there's, metaphor. Well, there's definitely a, a secret space program. But I'm, that's no... what, like, what we all saw it. We thought it was like aliens or something, and like obviously we called it in. And the explanation that we got 
which I later looked up and found it to be illegal. What they say? You didn't see anything? Was that no? Was that a, a, a missile was shot from space into the training area? That's crazy. Oh, you know what? Oh, now that you mentioned space. that. Didn't they just say that the guy that got assassinated in Iran, the head of the nuclear program, he got shot by a gun from space too? Well, they said it was. That's what they claim. Or satellite guided, or it came from a satellite. I think it came from a satellite, but then later in that article, I was reading an article on that. Then it said it was a remote controlled machine gun on mounted on top of a truck or something. Uh, Well, that that would be more plausible. But then they said it was a very accurate gun of some sort because only he was in a car he was like in a nissan Sentra. Yeah, and his, his wife was sitting right next to him and only he got shot and he got shot like seven times okay dude we gun jfk'd from, his ass that's exactly, well that was, that was like jfk gun from space well that was Done. um that yes was, that was the same with the other iranian general that was uh killed at the beginning of this year oh, like yeah. there was no other casualties in that attack which no, the u.s took credit for that one but that they bombed that car i think yeah, they bombed it that was, car. That was yeah. a bomb. Yeah. They also have this new um they have this new missile. It, it's it's launched from a drone though, but it doesn't explode. It just has these it's something out of like Mortal Kombat. It's got these blades on it and just spins really fast and then it just plows right into like a car. And you could see just where shreds it, it, up. it just shreds the car and everything, everything inside, inside of it, of it. and wow. without exploding, so it, it minimizes. That seems mean. It does, but it minimizes. Well, I guess it minimizes uh, collateral damage. Collateral yeah. damage. Yeah. I will say this: for the people that are constantly complaining about how the government is inept, we can sure as fuck come up with yeah. some we can kill cool shit. Yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, the things that Our the military can, can come up shit. with. And the the way that they can spend money on the military oh. just goes to show you if they well, really wanted to make some serious changes, they could. Oh yeah, no, it's the greatest military force in the history of Earth, unless you count the Solar Warden stuff. You know, well, like, but that's not the Earth, right? That's Solar yes. Warden is yeah. outside of the Earth. Also, I'm gonna just say this: I have been sucked into military TikTok as well. Uh oh. And I I feel a sense of. Do you like a man in uniform? Of, of course I do, but that's not why. It, he, I, he married a veteran. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Tom was in the Air Force. Oh, I said his name. Anyways. Um, what was his last name? And where does he live? Yeah. Um, military TikTok. I'm on military TikTok, and I'm seeing, like, this heavy artillery, like, these crazy weapons, and, like, as much as I hate war and as much as I hate that the whole intention of yeah. making these things is to kill people. Yeah. There is a little part of my like American self is like, yeah, bitch, we made that <laughs> shit. No, I'm the same like, way. We, it's fucking it's amazing. John knows I'm a big like military aircraft. He nerd. goes to the air show. Oh I my go god, to the air show. I, I love... fly flight simulators. But then the other part of my, I'm like, God, this is so cool how they make something go that fast. And you should you should be a drone operator. No, like to drop. Bombs yeah. on people? I don't want to kill people. You'd probably people. be good at it. I probably yeah, but would be awesome. Yeah, you wouldn't even be good know. at it. David, David would be that, I'd be awesome would, at it. That would but, break you, though. You couldn't. Oh, yeah. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I'd, go into, I'd go into basic training and be like, hey, do some push-ups. I'd be like, no. I really don't want to. You I don't know to, this, but you've been operating home. a drone all night. Yeah. yeah. This, mm. When you push this little red button, what do you think happens? You yeah. killed 17 Death. people. But can I get a million dollars? Isn't that usually what it is? If you press this button... No, you, someone dies somewhere, but not you get in the military. You just get uh, minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might end up with a Camaro if you're yeah. lucky. No, anyway, but, but let's, let's get yeah, on. Yeah, let's get on. Yeah, sorry. Let's get on with the Tangent. Solar Warden. Start. Start here. Who's reading me? Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the Solar Warden wrestled 
control of a Nazi base on the moon and remodeled and remodeled it. So wait, oh, they what? have a straight up trading spaces, <laughs> literally in space. Well, if you go back to the uh, the Great Awakening thing, there's that whole Nazi breakaway civilization where they uh, colonize or they have a colony on Antarctica all right. and the Moon and Mars and yeah. All For those that are listening, let's just do a quick recap of the <laughs> seven thousand things we just got through to oh, get man. to where we're at. So now we're at a, we're on the moon. There's Nazis. The Solar Warden came, <laughs> cleaned house, told him get the fuck out. They remodeled and expanded it. Considerably. Well, also the Nazi base was shaped like a swastika, so they had to change that. Yeah, ah, uh, they just threw on a coat of paint. Yeah, like it's, it's since when does America care about Nazism? In general, they just added a couple of couple of lines and made it into a maze. <laughs> they, the liberals, just put Black Lives Matter right in the middle. <laughs> that that makes up for with it, right? Ra- with rainbow paint. Yeah, uh, but don't ask for health care because we don't have that on the moon. Go fuck no. yourself. Yeah, um, if you want a spacesuit, you got to build. You got to pull yourself up by your own spacesuit. Space yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Okay, so they're saying that they buried the original swastika-shaped base under layers of new construction, although I don't know if I'm buying it. Still there. Yeah. Uh, this became what is today called... Those are just the basement rooms now? But like, As you walk around, and you're like, I feel like I'm walking in a very offensive... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm walking in a pinwheel? <laughs> so they actually call it the LOC, the Lunar Operations Command. They also built bases on Mars else and elsewhere across the galaxy. But the Cabal was also expanding and advancing their technology at a tremendous rate during this time, producing ships with capabilities beyond that the sold, beyond what the Solar Warden had. Okay. Uh, they built a group of advanced battleships that when split off from that split off from the main international corporation conglomerate group under Nazi command and became known as the Dark Fleet. Well, Wait, you know, I thought, those are the bad guys. I thought these guys thought the Jews ran everything. So now it's the Nazis running the everything? The QAnon... Okay, listen, nobody said this is supposed to make sense, okay, David. Okay. Just okay. remember that. Okay. Pin that down first. Before you talk, start yeah. talking about it, remember that this doesn't have to yeah, be. Get rid of logic. The, let the fantasy wander. Okay. Yeah. We're at, first of all... There's the, probably like 3% of what we're saying that's true. Yeah. We're in the 5D right now. We're yeah. in the we're in a higher vibration. Our so vibrations are definitely raising. Everything yeah. is subjective and reality is not true. Yeah. yeah. So okay. all okay. Of this makes no sense and it does I at just the have same to let time. Go. Yeah. I just have to let go. Yeah, just vibrate, vibrate harder, David. Into the experience. Everything is false. I will and true. try to. You're vibrate. not real. Vibrate here. Vibrate like that thing Lauren keeps in her drawer. <laughs> her Hitachi. I'd burn out. So they built their own base on the moon and have since pursued their own agenda, though it is still basically in alignment with the Cabal's overall ethos. I love that they have an ethos. You gotta have an ethos. Of, an ethos of conquest and service to self. I actually am okay with that, servicing myself. <laughs> yes. Say what you say about the National, National Socialist Party. At least they have an ethos. <laughs> <laughs> they're fascist, but they have, they're, they're on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is okay. So, and then the last part of the onshore that I could find out information about that was not just even more far fetched. Right, right. This this was tame. Uh, is the banished onshore? So there's one more group that is worth mentioning because although they didn't live in Argatha anymore, they used to. 
This is the group known as the Banished, the outcasts from the Anshar group who didn't want to live by their rules. This is often because these people fell in love with surface humanity and began to spend more and more time on the surface, sticking their nose into business that they weren't supposed to. So they get banished for interacting with us. Right. So I feel like this would be like maybe an Elon Musk type figure. Mm. Is he an Anshar? Grimes is I don't know. I thought they were. An I thought they were supposed to be good looking. Yeah, well, <laughs> he is tall and Elon, very white. Yeah. Elon Musk looks like he's from South Africa. He is. He is. Oh, well, that makes sense. He's fr- he literally, his, his family, I think, <laughs> no, I ran an make, emerald body. No, I just want to make fun of people from South Africa. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Well, you can actually do that and it not be racist. Yeah. Because some some people. Well, the whites. The Yeah. <laughs> there was a South African girl that used to uh, used to come to open mics or whatever, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm from South Africa," and I was like, "I forget." I, I, without even thinking, I go, "Have yeah. you met my friend Brad?" <laughs> no, I. And somebody was like, "Oh, I didn't know there was white people in Africa." And I was like, "Yeah, that means uh, white uh, white South African. It means she's racist." Yeah, that's all it means. <laughs> and she got very offended at that. Really? Oh, yeah. She oh, got yeah. offended by being called what they are. <laughs> Jesus, people don't I mean, like not being all, called well, out. Not, not oh. all of them are like that, you know. It's like obviously there was some people holding on to that shit. I'm sure she waved to a few people of color. <laughs> you know. Anyway, was she was she hot? Uh yeah, kind of. Is that the redhead? Uh yeah. Oh yeah, she was hot, but oh, she was she... also crazy. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Red hot racist South African. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's still come to open mics. Open mic we doesn't don't have exist it anymore. anymore. The open mic has been closed. As soon as it does, I'm getting into comedy. <laughs> Get, getting up on stage. That's all it took for David to really <laughs> wow. just pique his interest. It's, this is the David's, moment. David's international first... international crazies. David's the first guy to get into stand up comedy for the pussy. I'm gonna. Lord, what we need to do is get Roger Hughes oh. to put a wig on, throw a little rouge on his face, oh. and say, Hi, D- David's really interested in meeting you, such and such, and just yes. see how good he is with a South African accent. <laughs> the, the worse it is, the better, too. Do you like anal, is the question, David. W- which way? That's you No, know, he likes, he, he's into South Africans because they're just like dirtier Europeans. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The Europeans that nobody wanted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Go to Africa, you idiot. Them and the Australians. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many of them have married with surface humans, and many have also... So Grimes and Elon Musk, that's what Basically. Lawrence said. Yep. So which one was the grosser one? Oh, I think that Grimes, Grimes is the... Onshar. Onshar. Yeah. Elon, oh. Yeah. And then Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is being advised by her, obviously. Yeah, because so. women do run the world secretly. E- exactly. Yep. We're all just idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Elon um, Musk kind of looks like Pee Wee Herman if he gained a lot of weight. I mean, yeah. Look at this picture. And had a wise investment Let me bring this up. Let me bring this up for... Fat fat Pee Wee Herman. For those that aren't familiar with Elon Musk's Pee Wee Herman... I'd steal his bike. (laughs) 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 Tell him large Marge sent ya. All right, so is that that it for the onshore? Thank you. I like that. Um, So, yeah, basically, and uh, the only other thing is... um, The only other thing to mention is the transportation system... Uh, there is an ancient maglev train oh, system that, like runs this. This o- cool. that runs under the entire surface of the Earth, which connects the different caverns to each other, and which also connects our world to different worlds through portals that the train passed through. No one is entirely sure who built the portal system, but it is suspected that it was the Paltal almost 200 million years so ago. So this is a different civilization. Well, the Paltal is the they're the they were the four main people, right, right, or so. the main. Uh, 
civilizations that made up the original. So I guess universe. Earth is kind of special if we have all these ancient ruins and portals and train systems and but stuff. But to me, that doesn't. I feel like this is just like a fucking truck stop. Oh, so yeah. You're just, yeah. This is just an efficient airport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like on Rick and Morty when they go to like the in like to where all the portals come in and out of it's just like the shithole of the galaxy. Yeah, this yeah. is the Atlanta airport of the this galaxy. A- <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even say Atlanta. <laughs> That's like, being kind. More like Newark. Um, <laughs> Newark. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Belize? <laughs> yeah. Okay, think of whatever you need to fly into an airport in Belize. Have, this is just yeah. a pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pilot Pilot in a dream. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. We're in a balsa wood airplane that's run off of a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go move on to our segment, You Believe in What? What? Yeah, what? as if that wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah, this gets even crazier. Uh, but this is actually factual. This is this last part is factual. Usually the last part is, is like factual stuff, but it's weird. Um what the rise of the 70s cult says about American culture. Oh, there's an HBO Max series. Yeah, it, it just, just came, came out. Came well, out. this is a uh, 20, uh, I guess it's like 20 years ago. Or it's more than 20 years ago. So this is like, uh, was it 93? 97. Oh, 1997. Mm-hmm. So this is my first year in high school. Um, <laughs> Heaven's Gate, also known as the UFO cult, burst into American consciousness more than 20 years ago when on March 26, 1997, law enforcement discovered 39 decomposing bodies in a San Diego, California mansion. Remember seeing that footage as a kid? Like, yeah. All they showed was the shoes. Yeah. Remember well, that's the they had a uniform, yeah. and they that was they were they called the away team. Yeah, Nikes. Didn't they have track suits? Yeah, track, track suits. suits yeah. And I was telling suits. you this earlier. Very my fav- stylish. My favorite footage usage of that was uh, Jay Leno. Did uh, that was the time when the Cubs were losing left and right. Like it was like the worst record. Was in baseball Jay Leno history. funny back then? Yeah. Okay. And he did. Uh, he said, "Well, uh, uh, hey, uh, let's uh, let's look at the uh, Cubs locker room." And then they just showed footage of the Heaven's Gate <laughs> thing. It was great. It was hilarious. That is hilarious. That's probably the funniest thing he's ever done. But they are. I'm just curious if w- did were the tr- were the suits that they w- were wearing were they custom made? Or did oh, they I just think... sew on the patch? Because they had the away team patches. Right, right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who made those. But they are literally in purple cloaks over, like draped over them. Well, yeah, they didn't want to be like obscene and leave their dead bodies like exposed. I, I that might have been from the law officers, though. Might have, oh, might have draped you think... over their bodies. But why purple? They have purple cloaks. Oh, was it standard purple? police maybe issue purple didn't. cloaks? Maybe, maybe think, they didn't. Then maybe I they think didn't. when they went in there, that's what they looked like. So they. T- oh, anyways, I don't want to put the cart before the horse if we're going to yeah, talk so about it. So each detail that emerged from the scene stunned a rapt public. Uh, adherents had died by suicide in waves on March 22nd and 23rd. Oh, my birthday and Stuart's birthday. Yep. <laughs> they lay under purple shrouds with $5 bills. Well, I know bills. how to celebrate next year. <laughs> <laughs> with fi- They had $5 bills and rolls of quarters in their pockets. They all wore simple dark uniforms and Nike tennis shoes. Bizarre what is these... the money in their pockets I don't for? know. Is that the toll? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's the toll oh, to, yeah. the, to the overworld. Uh, faces and chests covered with purple shrouds. Yeah. Uh, bizarre as these details may seem, if you actually look at the group's belief in history, Heaven's Gate has far more in common with American culture than you might expect. 
Uh, in my book, uh, this is the author's book, uh, Heaven's Gate, I argue that the group drew from broad trends in American culture, uh, religio religiosity, apocalyptic thinking, and an interest in fusing science and religion. Those are all seem like American I feel things. like we're on the verge of the next great cult right now. Oh, right something's here. starting. Yeah. If not, I'm going to start my own. Yeah. Can we just do it? Let's just do it. We've been I'm, talking I'm, about this for money. years. I need some money. I need some Yeah, fucking... plus David wants to bang everyone's wife. Yeah. yeah. Be I mean, that's really all cults for. They don't have to be married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one theme has become even more evident since uh, this guy wrote the book. The group's embrace of conspiratorial thinking reflects a culture of conspiracy that has long existed in the margins of society and has reemerged at the center of American life. It was founded in 1972 when two Texans... Bonnie Lou Nettles and Marshall Harif Applewhite. Those sound very. Those are very Texas names. Yeah. Marshall Harif Applewhite. <laughs> Literally. Her, no. Bonnie Matt Lou. Herf. 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 Marshall Herf Applewhite. Hey Herf. Uh, they bonded over shared interests in alternative spiritual exploration, astrology, and biblical prophecy. They came to believe that the Bible foretold an extraterrestrial rapture, wherein some individuals would be saved from life on this planet and journey to what they called the next level, a physical realm in outer space where they would live as an immortal, perfected uh, species of space aliens. This reminds me a lot of the, and Lauren, you probably know about this, is the ascension that people keep talking about right now. That oh, yeah, to the 5D? To the 5D. So this is very similar. I don't know yeah. if this was just almost like a foreshadowing. 5G, Five. Maybe? Well... That, that plays have, into it, yeah. too. Well, like you can say too. that these people are super, super crazy, but you can walk into a metaphysical shop or a website anywhere, and there's going to be people on there that have you, very similar beliefs. Oh, you, yeah. could probably, you could probably get at least 20 people to join a cult by going into any metaphysical who's store. That, uh, who's that female comic who's always talking about the 5D? Um, I have no idea. Oh, Jessa Reed? Jessa Reed, yeah. The fact that we both... We are too similar yeah. on our social media presences. Yeah. You two are sisters. Yeah. yeah. Spiritual Girl sisters. Girl pals. <laughs> Soul sisters. Uh, no, but that does play yeah. into the whole 5D, because right now in the alternative New Age spiritual community online, um, which is repulsive, um, everybody keeps talking about the 5D. Yeah. And it's like, the thing that keeps getting drilled into your head is, you're not depressed. You're not sad. You're going through a spiritual you're going awakening. Through awakening. Yeah. Bitch, no the fuck I'm not. Oh, I feel like shit. No, I'm not. I am if anything, I'd want to be put back to sleep if that's yeah. the case. You know, I'm a worse person because of the way I feel right now. I'm not getting better. Yeah, if this, this is the road to enlightenment, dumb me down. Yeah. Cause I don't like it. But mm -hmm. that's that's a big thing right now. And then we're all ascending and the people that are able to raise their frequency. They are get to gonna, move on. We're gonna, they're going to go into the, fi the fifth dimension or 5D, and then everyone else is going to be further and further pulled into the opposite direction of like entropy or something. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So uh, they gained their first significant attention and converts in 1975 among alternative spiritual seekers in California and Oregon. Always in California and Oregon. Oregon. Oregon mm -hmm. likes some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nettles and Applewhite drew from Christian sources, particularly prophetic and apocalyptic material. 
They were also inspired by the New Age movement, which we were just talking about, which emphasized meditation, Ooh, diet, and the channeling India. of spiritual beings. They looked like they were also inspired by the Dutch boy by the looks of those haircuts. <laughs> yeah, they both gave each other the same haircut. <laughs> Someone invested in Floby early. <laughs> Two friends, early one bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they got their money from, was the Floby investments. <laughs> like many religious people, uh, members of Heaven's Gate sought salvation from what they considered a corrupt world. Mm-hmm. After Nettles uh, died of cancer in 1985, the group's adherents increasingly rejected their earlier belief in what they called biological metamorphosis, wherein their human bodies would chemically transform into extraterrestrial forms. Instead, they now envisioned abandoning their human bodies on Earth and transferring their consciousness through unspecified technological spiritual means into new extraterrestrial next-level bodies. Nice. This really does sound like a psychedelic experience, to be honest. This sounds like herbal life. Now, you got to do it to get to the next level. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. And that's when you start making the money, because yeah. then you have your downstream, Yeah, and you're already uh, at the next level. Okay, Lula Row with aliens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. U- UFO LaRue. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, some members came to believe that they were actually space You're, You get aliens. a pink flying saucer when you reach a certain level. Exactly. <laughs> Mary Kay spaceship. <laughs> it's a Cadillac, but it's just now a UFO yeah. or a spaceship. So the, uh, they said they would be taken. Uh, they they became to, uh, came to believe that they were actually aliens, and they'd taken on human forms to learn about life on our planet, though this belief appears to not have been universally shared. It may come as a surprise that until the suicides, Heaven's Gate attracted little outside attention. They didn't face government persecution, angry ex-members, or professional anti-cultists eager to destroy them, all of which dogged other new and alternative religions like the People's Temple, uh, the people around the Jonestown Massacre, and the Branch Davidians, the targets of the Waco siege. Oh, so So they were just the catalyst to other shitty things that took place. Yeah, well, I I think the the author's trying to make the point is that no one really paid them any attention like all these other ones. It wasn't like they weren't on the radar. And if you... Because a lot of cults came about in the 70s. Oh, yeah. But I was watching the documentary. There's multiple episodes, and I watched the first two so far. And from what I can gather... It was the reason why there was no focus on them because it was actually a really shitty cult. They didn't run it. There was oh. no hierarchy. There was not, and there wasn't necessarily like a standard doctrine that oh. went with it. So that's why, as far as like a so cult goes, so it was just goes, a bunch of vegans talking about their vibrations. It was basically people. But there obviously they was were, some kind of doctrine because a bunch of them killed themselves. Well, in the end, they did. But in the beginning, back when they're talking about here, when they first came on the the scene it was literally just groups of people camping in the woods that were kind of like hippies yeah they were they didn't they weren't subscribing to regular religion and they felt more of a connection of community with people that were willing to look outside of the box into shit like this okay um so that was kind of but this guy is look at him look at his eyes <laughs> you can always it's always in he the eyes he looks like someone i was just saying to lauren someone we mutually know like in twenty years. This is like what no, like right now. <laughs> no, I've seen his Facebook lives. Just if like I this. if I could grow my hair out and we can revisit my <laughs> appearance in twenty years, that's me. That's where I'm heading. Well, you're gonna have a toupee that looks like that in like five. Instead of the security award, like that Israeli guy, I wake up every morning and I think, how can I achieve my goal of becoming a cult leader? 
I'll show you who this guy looks like. So Heaven's Gate also embraced what uh, historian Michael Barkin calls a culture of conspiracy, which divides the world between evil forces secretly conspiring among one another, true believers aware of the conspiracy, and the mindless masses who operate without awareness of the truth. So this show, this episode definitely has a theme. And as we perpetuate the nonsense even further. Yeah, well, we're going to start our own cult. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, Barkin focuses on the religious and cultural margins today. The same elements are arguably at work in American political discourse, whether it's talk of secret government wiretaps, a deep state, or cover-ups within the scientific community on topics ranging from vaccines to climate change. So uh, the adherents of Heaven's Gate would probably be drawn to these various political conspiracies, though they shared the belief that powerful forces colluded behind the scenes to hide the truth in order to support their claims of the existence of extraterrestrials and UFO visitations. In the 90s, people laughed off the conspiracy theories that uh, consumed the group and eventually led them to opt out of the planet. Oh, I love that terminology. Well, they didn't even get into the... They didn't even... Uh, this article doesn't even get into the thing. So basically, they believe that the... Uh, what is it? The the hail bop Comet? The... The WAP comment. Yeah. <laughs> the hail WAP. The hail WAP comment uh, was a nice, warm, and moist place to exist. <laughs> Fertile. Uh, I want to show you this, though. Look look at this guy. This Marshall Applewhite. He looks like Tim Thomerson. Look at this. He an looks like. from the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Oh, yeah, he does. Maybe You're right. The same guy. He also looks like Stuart from Mad TV in his late 70s. Yes. <laughs> look who I can do, dies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they believe that uh, the Hale Bob comet that comes around once every, what, 3,000 years or something like that? It's a long time. It's a long, long fucking time. I remember when it came. Did you? Did yeah. You, you could actually. You could see, see it, it yeah. very clearly with yeah, your you naked could, eye. Yeah. And if you looked really carefully, uh, you could see a little UFO that was trailing behind it, and that's where they, it was, when they killed themselves, they got into that UFO. Yeah. Right. Now, see, here's the thing. I would need someone to clearly lay out and spell out to me because if I'm going to buy into your cult, I need you to really sell me on that particular feature. How are, how are we moving? from here to there. Yeah. Give me some insight and then I'll join your cult. And if you could do it that easily, why do you why does it need to be right here? Why can't it be down the street? In, yeah. uh speaking uh you know in yeah. astrological terms. Yeah. I mean, you could I would assume it's relative. Astronomical, sorry, not yeah. astrological terms. No, it's probably also that, too. Yeah, too. Yeah. I have a treat, though, for, for our viewers. What uh, is yeah, the treat? Show, so they did leave behind... Uh, uh, two members. Two members in order to run this website that you are currently looking at. And according to their um, little favorite icon, they're hosted on HostGator, just oh. so everyone... How do you think they chose the two members to leave behind? Like, I think that's in the documentary. I think I've seen something where I think they just were randomly chosen. I think they were like, like, they're like, they were like, unfortunately, two of you are gonna have to stay behind. And then one guy who just recently had got a girlfriend was like, us, us, yeah, we'll stay behind. No, I think it was like, no, 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 you two. I don't want to spend forever with you two. You two stay behind. I hate you guys. Yeah, they were like the most loathed people in the cult. They're the least fuckable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ugly ones. As you can see, they haven't really updated the look of the website no but, but the, look at this logo the aesthetic value is i am into this logo a logo to kill yourself it's for, for for the 90s can you rip that off and make a something planet logo to look <gasps> can like we that? all yes. get heaven's gate something can planet. we make heaven's gate t-shirts because i would love to have that on a t-shirt <laughs> 
I want that as a shirt. So yeah, this is uh, super interesting. You can watch the documentary on HBO Max to further explore the topic of the Angels. What is it called? The Angels Gate? Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate. Heaven's Gate cult. Uh, also, we are not promoting HBO Max because no. we're paid to promote them. Yeah. In case anybody gets confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think they will ever pay us. That was not an ad. <laughs> Let's get that out there. Um, by the way, you can order a hard copy of the Heaven's Gate book. Oh, really? We It'll should get that on the Great Awakening poster. $45. Secret Santa, get me one of these. They probably have like a print-on-demand thing set up so you can order that and get a book. I kind of want it. Yeah. How much Just, is it? $40? It's like, it's 40. Not- Forty-five dollars. That seems that's shipping reasonable. and handling. Yeah, so I'm gonna. That's it's a nice hard, coffee it's, table it's hard, book. Oh, uh, hard copy. <laughs> I was gonna say if I can tell you how the book ends, <laughs> you don't really need to read it. All you need is a bunch of barbiturates and some applesauce and apparently a little vodka because that's how they off themselves. That's why I never saw that movie, uh, The Passion of the Christ, because I was like totally spoiled. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jesus, get the fuck off the cross. We need the wood. Thanks. God. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Something Planet on YouTube. Follow us here on Twitch. Uh, also, the audio version of both podcasts is available any on any podcast app or at somethingplanet.com or mysteriousnesses.com. And I'm going to find out when heavensgate.com domain expires, and we're going to redirect mysteriousnesses to Heaven's Gate. You just gotta wait on it until when it expires and then click on the buy Yeah, I'm buying it immediately. I'm putting my bid in I'm now. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Heavensgate.com Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, we'll be here uh, the first Tuesday next year. This is our last episode of the year. So uh, please come back. Tell a friend. We love you guys. And we're out. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye. Happy New Year. Kwanzaa. Happy Solstice. Festivus.